Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You are listening to the Hiking Radio Network, where we talk the walk with shows by hikers, about hikers, for everybody. Welcome to Hiking Unfiltered, getting real on the trail. I am Courtney, aka Unfiltered, and we're here to explore the trails together. We'll dive into not just the how-to of hiking, but also the why. Welcome. Hi guys, welcome to episode 8 of Hiking Unfiltered, Getting Real on the Trail. I'm your host, Courtney Miller, or Unfiltered as I'm known on the trail. And I have to tell you guys, I am so incredibly grateful for the amazing people that I get to talk to on this podcast. Today's guest is no exception. She is about to attempt her second attempt at the Appalachian Trail through hike. Here's the goofy thing, or the funny thing, however you want to look at it. (laughs) When this episode airs, it'll be February 21st, 2022, which is the day before she's going to set foot on Springer Mountain. She's going to be starting her second attempt at an Appalachian Trail through hike on 2-2-22. (laughs) And it's a Tuesday. (laughs) You're going to hear more about the significance of that specific date to her when you listen to the interview. But I have to tell you, I am absolutely inspired by her on so many levels. Her name is Carissa Oxidine, or Muse Ox, as she's known on the trail. And she is a Navy veteran, a Native American, a proud member of the LGBTQIA community, and a incredible lady. I am so excited about this interview you guys are going to get to listen to right now. Because we're going to talk about that phrase, the trail provides. You may have heard that. So we're going to answer the question. What does the trail provide? Hi, thank you so much for joining me on Hiking Unfiltered Muse. I'm really, really grateful that you're here. Hi. And, um, you know, I was lucky enough to find you through the Appalachian 2022, or I think it's class of 2022 or however it's stated on Facebook. I think that's how I found you, right? Yep, that's correct. Okay. And what I think what got my attention was that you had a countdown clock going and I was totally jealous of your countdown clock. Yeah, for my ninja picture. (laughs) Yeah. So, so where did you, what's your countdown out now? Um, let's see, you know, I try not to look at it every day. Because I feel like it kind of, it almost makes me anxious in a way. Uh Right. Um, And so, like, I never want it to be, like, this constant. Um, It said 34 days. My 34 days, zero hours, and 182 seconds. (laughs) 
<laughs> so when I look at it, it's like, oh my God, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. So right. I haven't looked at it since the day I posted that on Facebook. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get we'll get back into that in a second. Um, I had the chance. So you have a YouTube channel. That's correct. And and we'll put a link to that in the show notes for anybody who wants to come and and check out her videos. And I love the way that you are in your videos. You just real. You're just real. <laughs> I like real. So <laughs> it seems like you're just real down to earth in your videos, and I really like that. But um, one of I, the things I try to be a, I try to be a storyteller. Um, a lot of people, I, I know some of my videos get long, but I mean, I think I'm a storyteller and I think that's, that's a strength of mine. And so, um, so I enjoy it. Yeah. And, and me too. This is why I have a podcast. Cause I like to, <laughs> I like to tell stories. <laughs> so tell us the story in an, in a nutshell, if you can, of your trail name, cause you, cause Muse is not your name. That's your trail name. So what's your, how'd you get your trail name? Um, so, um, I did do a video on my YouTube, so you guys can go definitely check that out, but I did a 2020 attempt and, um, I got out there and it, when I started, it was raining and it rained all that first day. And then the second day it was raining and it was drizzling and I had never, this was my first backpacking experience. I had never once put my pack on my back and walked anywhere. Wow. <laughs> so you know, it's my second day and it's like, okay, you know, this, this is real. Welcome to the Appalachian Trail. And, um, it's raining and I just kind of started singing because, you know, Annie was in my head and I'm singing, you know, sun will come out. You know, I was like, I don't want it to come out tomorrow. I want it to come out right now. And so I kept singing that and the sun would come out when I would sing. And then when I would stop singing, it would go back in and it would kind of just start drizzling again. So I would, keep singing and and then after that I kept singing other things and I was singing the sound of music and what I didn't realize is I know my voice carries but I didn't realize it was carrying around the trail so like the people that I was walking around and the people that eventually became my little family they could hear me singing and when they would catch up to me on the trail you know they would pick at me because they could hear me singing well, I sang for, I sang, I do sing on the trail. And so I sang this first couple of days and um, they told me that they had found a trail name for me and it was Muse because I sung a lot and I sung all the time. And I was such a, they said that they felt like with my personality, I was an inspiration and I was an inspiration to, to poets and music and song. And so, um, so I liked it. And I said I would drop the E to just make it a little bit different, make it easier to just write. And so used I became. And <laughs> even this past year when I went out for two weeks, I would just sing up and down the trail and I make up songs because I can't remember the words of anything. But I know the tune. <laughs> so I, while I'm out there hiking, I'll have the tune in my head and I'll just start adding words to it that's related to you know, what I'm doing in that moment. And it always gives me like that little boost of energy to get, you know, up that hill. Or if my legs are hurting, it kind of takes that, takes my mind off of that pain. And um, so Muse I became because I sing up and down the trail. Okay. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I have a, um, 
my name, my trail name didn't come from something like that, but I do have a reputation because my name's Courtney. Um, I used to have a lot of people that I worked with that would tease me about Courtney karaoke because I just like I sing all the time. <laughs> So I can identify with that. <laughs> so um, I, I did buy a karaoke machine. Did you? Since that, so um, you're not taking that on the trail. I hope that's gonna be heavy. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I did a. I did buy a speaker. I don't know what I was thinking. I bought a speaker last week, and I was thinking, oh, I'll bring a little tiny speaker, and I got it, and it weighs like a pound. Right. <laughs> and I, I laughed and I said, well, that's the trail. God's trying to teach me a lesson. <laughs> You know, it's funny, um, in one of my very first interviews, I was talking to Halo and she was saying how to her kids, she was telling them to quiet down because they were being too loud and she was calling their noise as leaving a trace. So she's like, you know, leave no trace principles. You got to be quiet. I'm like, that's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I heard that and it just tickled me because I mean, it, it, in a lot of ways, I, I think of that when, you know, I've had people come in behind me playing music. And I thought of that when I listened to that episode, that, yeah. you know, even sound is still a trace. And it tickled me. And uh, and then I got the speaker the next day and it weighed a pound. And so. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm definitely not leaving that trace on the show. <laughs> Mother Nature said, nope. nope <laughs> not happening not today. <laughs> It'll so, work great in the pool, so that's okay. <laughs> so uh, you're, this is not your first attempt at a through hike in the AT. No, it's not. And, I did do a tw- attempt in 2020. Right. And I was looking at your YouTube and you were explaining COVID kind of, like many people, COVID kind of messed up your 2020 plans. Like, pff, well, I shouldn't say like many people, like the whole freaking world had <laughs> their <laughs> plans messed up. In yeah. 2020, but specifically for you to hike the AT, um, you know, you had to to readjust. But tell me about why it was that you. What's the difference in motivation between your first attempt at the through hike back in 2020, and you're now about to attempt in 34 days and less than 182 seconds now yeah. <laughs> when, that you're going to attempt it again. What's the difference between then and now? Um, I think the difference between then and now, and I also did a video on this on my YouTube. Um, the difference then is that for then I wanted to do it just because I could. And I knew that, you know, the everything that I had researched when I decided in 2018 that you know, hey, I want to hike the Appalachian Trail. I started to realize that so many people talked about the trail as a healing experience and that, you know, it really helped with their mental health and me being a veteran and that suffers from PTSD. I felt like that it would be great. Um, and it was something that, um, that I, you know, it was a great therapy tool to give me something to, you know, to do um, an activity that I could become good at, I guess you could say. And I, I wanted to, to do it then to continue on that journey of better and improving my mental health. And, um, I, you know, when I got off and then I, I couldn't get back on or I knew that, you know, there was no way if I got back on, I would actually finish. And so um, I chose not to get back on. And then I continued that mental health journey 
And then now, you know, I'm no longer clinically depressed. And, but the trail has given me something to, to look forward to. It's always been a bright spot in this journey. You know, I, no matter how depressed I could get, I could always go look up a piece of gear. I could always go research a tent. I could research a sleeping bag. Um, I could research, you know, coffee. God, if you knew how much I researched just trying to make a good cup of coffee on the trail. Um, you know, I mean, you could go down my own heart. I love it. (laughs) You know, you could go down a rabbit hole when it comes to researching gear. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Hours. (laughs) It was, it was always a great distraction when I was feeling really depressed and really down. And, and I had always said before 2020 that the success is in the attempt Mm. Um, the failure is in never trying. Mm, I love that. That was the, that was my motto for 2020. And even when everybody was saying, oh, they're going to lock everything down. We don't know what's going on. I just felt like if I didn't go out there and at least try, I would feel like I had failed. And, and I didn't because I did try. I went out there, I got started. And so I, I don't look at my 2020 attempt as a failure. It was a complete success. And I got out of it exactly what I needed to get out of, you know, those 40 miles that I got to hike on the Appalachian Trail. And so this year, it's a journey to say thank you, to say thank you to this this dream, this hundreds and probably thousands of hours of, of time that I've put into it. To, to say thank you for every piece of gear that I researched. I mean, you know, I, I look at my tent and I say thank you to that tent all the time because I spend a lot of time researching a tent, you know. Um, so I want to say thank you to the trail. I and, and even though I've been out there, I went out there for two weeks this year and it just didn't feel like enough. It didn't feel like that it was me truly honoring what the trail gave back to me. Because for me, my the trail gave me back my life, huh. and and you can't you can't thank something enough when it gives you back your life. And so wow. I want to I yeah. say thank you to the trail for that. And I feel like I deserve to go through you know all the things that the trail has to offer and everything that she's going to give me. And and then at the end of the day. You know, I want to have a triple crown. <laughs> you know, I want I want to walk around, and you know, when when I say I'm the queen, I want to be able to prove it. And so, um, and I can't get that until I get that Appalachian Trail done. And you know, in life, you make you set goals. You set one year goals, three year goals, five year goals, ten year goals. And when I started this journey. I thought of, well, what are my goals in this? And and so that is my goal. You know, the Appalachian Trail was kind of like a one-year goal. Um, you know, the the next one, the PCT or CDT, is like a three-year goal. And, you know, all three of them is like a five and a five-year goal. So, you know, it. I have to say thank you. Yes, that's my main reason. But at the end of the day, I have another goal that's beyond this one. So, right. And to get to that goal, I have to do this one. 
Um, so, so you, I'm just going to circle back to a point that you made a second ago about you, you called the trail a her, which is a really fascinating concept to me. And you actually had that yes. in your, one of, in the YouTube video where you talked about why you want to hike the AT because you said, I want to thank her. Like the trail is an entity in itself. I, that I just, think of it as, I'd love as, that concept. I think of it as an entity. It, it's almost like a person, but it's a person that's bigger than me or you. And I think if you, if you look at nature that way, and if you spend any time in nature and, you know, not just on the Appalachian trail and in other places and, other parts of this country, you know, to me, Mother Earth, I think of Mother Earth and, you know, the trail is almost like one of her children. And, you know, she, to me, she feels, she feels like a girl, female. She almost feels like a mom, mm -hmm. you know, that mom that, you know, because the trail provides and a parent provides. And, you know, and I, I, so I do think of the trail as a mom, as a child of nature. And, you know, she provides, she gives, she scolds. She, you know, I <laughs> oh, mean, hell yes, she does. <laughs> she, she tells you, you did a great job. She tells right. you, you need to do better, you know. Yeah. So to me, that's just how I see her. I, I do, I do see the trail as a female. I, you know, I and just I love guess that. I'm a girl, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I love that, though, because I can tell you I have not had as much experience on the Appalachian as I want to have. However, I've had a little bit and I've had a lot of other hiking experience and other nature experience because I'm a sailor and a hiker and a skier and like all these things. Right. I love to be outdoors. It really is my happy place. But I can tell you. When everything is quiet, it's just my experience. When everything is quiet and I'm just putting one foot in front of the other on a trail, no matter where the trail is, I, if, if it's any longer than say five minutes, that's about how long it takes me to unwind and really be present. I think any, anything beyond five minutes. And I start to really feel it's like, to me, what I feel is almost like, uh, an embrace. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, honey, you're in the right place. And you feel so like that. a lot yeah. of times I, you feel hugged, mm -hmm. you know, um, I can be walking and, you know, and I enjoy hiking with other people, but I, I do enjoy hiking alone yeah. so that, you know, like nobody in front of me, nobody behind me. So I can get that true essence of being engulfed in the sounds and the feelings and I can feel, for me, I feel that energy. Mm -hmm. And I've had times where, you know, you're hiking and if you've ever, anybody that's ever been on a long distance hike will tell you, you know, you will break down at some point and, mm -hmm. and you have your moments where you cry over, you know, no matter what you're crying about. Right. And if you just kind of let it out, you do feel a hug. Mm -hmm. You just almost feel like the trees give you a hug. You feel like the rocks give you a hug, the plants, the the animals and you know so that's one of the things that that I enjoy and I want more of it yeah for sure it that's actually the photo that I used as my cover art for the show 
it was a, it was a selfie that I took when I was sitting down nursing some blisters. And I, I felt like the reason why I ended up using that photo as my cover art was because I felt like somehow I managed to really capture the emotion in that, that photo that I was feeling right there, which was just a complete sense of acceptance from both sides. It was like complete acceptance on my side. Like here I am and this is amazing and it's gorgeous. And I feel so, so, so a part of this and acceptance from the woods. Like, yeah, come have a seat, check out your toes. You know, (laughs) here's a log you can sit on. You know, it it was, it was just really, and I hate to use the word magical because it sounds so cliche, but it really was. <laughs> I've definitely had those. I've had those experiences out there. Um, I suffer from panic attacks and a really bad panic attack after I went up Albert Mountain because Albert Mountain, I suffered a, a really bad vertigo attack, which then later brought on a panic attack. And, and I was actually running away from Albert Mountain. And it was almost like the trees said, you know, stop you're safe, you know, you're okay, it's okay, you know, slow down, stop running, we have you, and I did, and I stopped, and I actually got to that little 100-mile mark, and I stopped there, and it was almost like the the trail said, look, this is what you've done, you know, take a moment to to look how far you've come, and you've gotten to the 100-mile mark, and, and you're safe, it's okay, and so, I, you know, I've had those moments where nature just truly does hug you and, and let you know that you're in the right place. It's okay to be here, acknowledge what you're going through, and but acknowledge that everything's going to be okay. And and it was, and I was able to calm down and, and you know, get my, myself back into a good place and then just, you know, keep and just walk on. And so it, nature really will take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that whole saying of the trail provides, you know, the first time I heard that, what came to mind for me was more of a material thing. Well, the, the trail is going to provide, you know, exercise and fresh air and possibly, you know, if you're lucky, fresh berries that you can eat and stuff like that. That's what I thought of when I very first heard that phrase. But I think that the trail provides so much more than that. One of the things that, and you've already mentioned this, is that that sense of that healing and acceptance. I experienced this last summer when I was out for a, a backpacking trip. We went out for five days and I experienced a, an incredible healing between my, I'm going to say ego and and the reality of life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm going to backtrack for a second and explain what I mean by that. I have struggled with um, self-esteem, depression, anxiety, um, the majority of my life. And, And one of the things that I have beat myself up about over and over again is my body and what it looks like and what it can do or can't do. And when I was out there this past summer, I realized that my body did everything I asked it to do. It literally did everything, including going up 
you know, a mile that felt like 40 miles because it felt like it was straight up, you know, it did all of that. And, and it did it willingly most of the time. And, you know, and I was out with my husband and I realized also in how we were interacting was that all of these stupid things that I get in my head about what I quote unquote should be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bullshit. It really <laughs> I, don't, is. I don't have to be, I, there's no should I can be whatever. And I'm totally accepted when I'm out there on the trail and my yeah. body's like, yeah, let's, let's go. This is fun. You know? Um, you and to, so having that level of acceptance for myself was something yeah. that the trail provided. It really does. It, it, you know, hiking in general has boosted my self-esteem in so many ways. Um, you know, my, I didn't have a hobby. My therapist said I needed a hobby, so I picked hiking. And and what it led to is, like, I'd never been out, never been on a camping trip by myself, never been out in the woods by myself. And, um, and how never, long ago was that? That was in, um, in 2017. She mm-hmm. said I needed a hobby. And it took... It took me until April of 2018 to actually go on my first hike. And I went out camping with some friends and I just walked on one of the trails in our, one of our state parks in North Carolina. And I, you know, went out by myself, just walking on the trail. And that was the first time I had ever done that. And it felt so good. I didn't think, you know, that, oh my God, I could walk three miles. And, you know, by the time I was done, I walked almost 10 miles that day. And I felt so good. And I just kind of fell in love with it. Found a meetup group after that and went on my first uh, meetup adventure with them, maybe in May, I think, maybe. And in July, we went to Grayson Highlands. And I met an 87-year-old woman who had hiked from Virginia or from Georgia to Virginia there. And I was shocked, you know, if she could do it, I could do it. And my, um, I call her my hiking mom. We were hiking up and we had hiked on the Appalachian Trail that day. It was my first time ever going to the Appalachian Trail. And she was telling me all that morning, you know, you could do it. You could do a through hike. You should do a through hike. And then we met Pathfinder. And when, after that, we were coming back, I said, you know what, I'm going to do it through hike. And from that day till t- today, I started researching, started, you know, just buying gear. And, you know, here I am. So four years ago, trip. four years ago, you'd never been hiking. And now you're, you're at your second attempt to through hike the AT. Yep. I'd That's never, awesome. <laughs> I, like I'd never, I'd, like when I say I'd never been hiking, I mean, as a child, my mom, we would go um, on a camping trip every year to the mountains in October. And so, I mean, when I think back on it, because I was thinking about it this morning, we would hike on trails, you know, do day hikes. Right. But it was never referred to as, you know, a day hike. Right. You know, you go to the parking lot and you hike up to Linville Gorge or, you know, the falls or whatever. It Technically, that's a day hike. Right. But no one had ever referred to that as a day hike. Right. And, you know, I didn't know there was a thing such as a day hike, section hike, three hike until, you know, I decided hiking was going to be my hobby. And right. 
I dove into it and just started Googling it. And um, so I've technically probably been day hiking all of my life, but I did, it was just never referred to that. And I didn't do it, you know, in my 20s or 30s, but in my 40s, here we go. <laughs> you know, no time like the present, right? Yep. <laughs> and I'm 46. I'm going to be 47 in March. So I'm 46 I, as well. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm a little bit late to the game. All these kids who got to go out and do this stuff between college and career. <laughs> but, well, I, I don't think I'm too late because I always say it's never too late. Um, well, I don't think I'm too late to the game. I'm just saying I'm a little bit. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely think that I would not have done this in my 20s or my 30s. You know, <laughs> if you yeah. told me to put something on my back and go walking 2,200 miles, <laughs> I would have laughed at you. Right, right. So you are going out, you're going solo, right? Yes, and that's correct. Your, your wife is staying home. Is she a hiker too? Yes. No, no, she's not. Um, okay. I mean, but she, she, has but she loves some... you for being a hiker. Yes, she does. <laughs> um, I was a hiker when we met. So, um, I mean, she, she'll do a day hike, but she she's just like, okay, there's no showers and there's no bathrooms <laughs> and I'm not pooping in the woods. So um, go ahead and I'll meet you at the trailhead and, you know, and send you supplies. Right. That's not a bad yeah. thing. I actually, I had a chance this weekend to go to Hancon in Florida and, um, which is right. It was in Brooksville, just yeah. North of Tampa. And Jester was there who is a section hiker and she has a podcast about yes. section hiking and her yeah. wife was there too. And her wife is like, yeah, I'll meet you, uh, you know, like I'll slack pack you, but I'm not, <laughs> not doing yeah. it. <laughs> she's she's, she's going to come out and, and meet me on the trail and uh, slack pack me some. And she's like, I'll read while you're out hiking, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but, and, uh, but yeah, she's definitely not a, um, I did, I did talk her into, uh, canoeing the Mississippi River the other day. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, uh, someone mentioned it in one of the Facebook groups, and I looked it up, and it's actually a thing. You know, you can get on a, a canoe and, I guess, float down the Mississippi uh -huh. River. And uh, I asked her, she, I said, I want to do that. And she's like, okay, I might can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, though. As soon as we got out there with no showers after about three days, she'd say, okay. You go ahead and I'm going to fly home and let me know what you need. Right. I'm going to find a nice hotel. I'll keep it warm for you. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll, I'll rent a car and follow you down. Right. So I really do appreciate you being so willing to be vulnerable and honest about your mental health journey. Because I, I think, it, especially with the pandemic happening you know, over the last few years, I think that this has come more to the forefront because more people have experienced the, those levels of anxiety because they're all of a sudden, you know, cabin fever. But I think that the, I, part of why I wanted to put this show out to the world was to address the mental health side of things too, because I know I've struggled with it. And, you know, my husband has struggled a lot with anxiety and like ADD and stuff like that, too. And we both have found so much benefit to being out in the woods and being out in nature in general. It's just a, an incredibly healing experience. Even if you're only out for a day hike, it's an incredibly healing 
experience. It, it, it really is. I mean, not not even just hiking. I mean, kayaking, you know, going, you know, we, we went out this summer and we rode across country and, and car camped and went out to national parks and, and just going out in the nature and, and even, you know, just seeing nature, you know, going out and, you know, going out for a, a walk in the Badlands and things like that. It just, right. it, it's really amazing. But I, I, I think I speak so candidly about my mental health because, you know, you, people talk about their knee issues, you know, you, you hear somebody say, oh, I got bad knees or, <laughs> you know, oh, I, I got this or I have diabetes or I got high blood pressure, you know, why can't we talk about our mental health? Like right. someone talks about, you know, their high blood pressure, you know, I mean, you know, just like someone says, you know, I have high blood pressure and it's under control, you know, or I, my blood pressure is not under control. Mm. Well, you know, my mental health is under control. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that until we start talking about it in our society and letting people know that it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. And you're not the only person. And I think that really helps when someone else knows that they're not the only yeah. person in the world that's going through that. And you're absolutely I'm right. Going, you know, I'm going through that. And now they have somebody that can relate to. And, you know, it's been a really hard struggle for me. It's been really hard for me to accept you know, some of the disabilities or the, all of the disabilities that come along, you know, with having mental health, but, you know, as a veteran, you know, they're there, they're not going to go anywhere. And I think there are a lot of other veterans out there who I feel like it would help if there's another veteran that's candid about it and can say, Hey, look, you know, this is what I'm going through. This is what has helped me. And, you know, I, this is just who I am. You know, when, when you meet me, I want you to remember my name. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. you know, want you to realize that girl with bad mental health or, you know, with good <laughs> mental health. You know, I just, right. I want you to remember me, but I, but it's who I am. And I don't think I, I don't want to hide. I don't want to hide who I am. I think that's a part of this journey is me accepting who I am with all of this. And, and so I don't, it's not something I want to hide. I'm not going to hide it. I love that. So that actually is a great transition to the last question that I want to ask you. Because I chose unfiltered. I have no filter. (laughs) Good. I have been told that so many times. (laughs) Filter. Filter, Carissa. Filter, you know. (laughs) So, So I... Part of my journey and and the reason why I accepted that as a trail name is that I want to be more authentic. I want to be more open. I want to, just like you were just explaining, I want to be um, willing to be vulnerable because I know that not only does that help me heal, my vulnerability might help somebody else. So moving forward as you're going out, I know you're planning to vlog your Appalachian Trail hike. So moving forward as you're vlogging, because that it can be really tempting to put a filter on that. What um, are you doing some, to be unfiltered as you're going forward onto this hike? I, you know, I'm going to be real. I, I watch a lot of other YouTubers and, and I've watched, you know, their hikes and, 
you know, yeah, I'm definitely going to show you this, the views and, you know, or the trees in the green tunnel a lot of times. Um, but I want to be real, you know, when I'm having a bad day, I want you guys to know that I'm having a bad day. Um, you, you know, for me, this vlog is about me sharing myself with myself, mm. you know, my future self. Hey, I'm sharing this with my future self. You know, it's, it's a journal. It's a journal for me. It's a journal for you guys. It's a, it's a journal for my wife. It's a journal for my friends, my family. Um, and, and so I, it, it can't be authentic unless it is real and unless it is unfiltered. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, and I'm a storyteller. If you watch my YouTube, you know, you, you don't see me out there with a, a bunch of gear stuff. My stuff is about me. It's about who I am. So you guys can see, Hey, this is the person that I'm about to go out there and watch. Um, you know, you know, try to bring a little bit of myself into everything that I do. Um, so, you know, I plan on being unfiltered on the trail. I love it. I, love I, can't, it. I don't know how to be, uh, you know, my goal is to just be myself and I don't know how to be filtered. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Muse, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Again, I appreciate your honesty thank and your you. vulnerability. And I wish you the best of luck. Can't wait to see the Katahdin picture when you get there. Oh, man. I am so going to kiss that <laughs> sign. I can't wait. Um, I, you know, I don't care how nasty the sign is. I'm kissing it. All right. Thanks so much for coming on and best of luck to you on the trail. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, I think it's great. I think hiking radio is amazing. And so I've really enjoyed um, your podcast and I look forward to meeting all the future people that you have on. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Thank you so much, Carissa, for coming on the show. We really did get the chance to answer that question, what the trail provides for, for her, for Carissa. And I've even experienced this a little bit myself. What the trail provides is an opportunity to heal in so many ways on so many levels. But I am also really appreciative that uh, Carissa came on and was so incredibly real and vulnerable about her mental health journey. And I think that that is incredibly important for us to lift the veil and talk about these things because we all have struggles. That's true. But some of us, you know, go much deeper than that. And it can be, it can transform our lives and cripple us if we hide it. So I'm really, really grateful for Carissa's, um, unfiltered <laughs> conversation today. We touched on this after we were off mic. We talked again. We talked for like another hour <laughs> after we stopped recording. But one of the reasons why she chose her start date of February 22nd of 2022 is because she is a Navy veteran and she is starting on that date to honor the 22 veterans that choose to commit suicide daily because of the issues with PTSD and their mental health after coming back from combat and service to their country. So she chose that date um, specifically as, as an homage 
to those veterans. She also told me about Mission 22. You can go check that out. I'm going to have a link for you in the show notes for Mission 22, which is um, an organization that is reaching out to veterans and trying to help with these mental health issues so that we, we don't keep losing these amazing people who are willing to um, you know, do such a great service for their country. Um, now, Muse is going to be vlogging her Appalachian Trail um, hike, and you can find a link for that in the show notes. She's going to be on YouTube. You can find her there. I also have a link for all of her socials if you'd like to follow her on socials. Also in our show notes, you're going to find the links to where you can find me. You can find me as Hiking Unfiltered on Instagram, on um Facebook. I now have a Twitter account, but don't get too excited because honestly, there I'm, I'm not doing much with that yet. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> I'm still getting used to Twitter. I know I'm like late to the late to the class on that one, but it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> you'll also find in the show notes I I have just started a Patreon page. If you are finding that these episodes are bringing value to your life, if you're enjoying the conversations that I'm having with these guests, I would love your support so that I could actually bring this show up to a weekly episode instead of just twice a month. You can help me do that by supporting me through Patreon. There are several tiers and even one of the tiers of, of, um, patronage will give you extra goodies because I am recording a lot of these off mic conversations after the official interview and you'll find some of those unfiltered conversations and they really are unfiltered because once I turn off the official interview we <laughs> we kind of let everything fly so you can listen to those if you um I believe it's the third tier you'll have the opportunity to listen to bonus material that nobody else gets to hear but you um also if you would like to check out my book you can find it on Amazon it's Jacob Talks Precocious Wit and Wisdom from a Preschooler there's a link for that in the show notes as well thank you so much guys for joining me for another unfiltered conversation thank you for being my tramily and until next time happy trails
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.